I don't think a lot of times, though, we consider how talking about ourselves actually sounds to other people. You're listening to The Traditional Millennial with Brittany Dotson, where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps. Welcome back to The Traditional Millennial. I am your host, Brittany Dotson, and we are going to go ahead and just jump right into this episode today. So I'm not sure if any of you have ever dealt with people who talk about themselves a lot, like continuously, or maybe they brag on themselves or want to tell you what they've accomplished or they feel the need to always repeat to you what other people say about them. Or or maybe they want other people to brag and boast on them and what they do. Or or maybe you've been this person. I don't know. But um, if you know me, then you know I stay busy doing something. And this is not always healthy. I advise you to not always be consumed with being busy. But I know recently I was feeling somewhat slighted because I take on a lot of tasks and sometimes I feel like I may not always get properly rewarded for those tasks. But I had to remind myself of what I'm doing and why I'm doing what I'm doing and trust that God will be faithful because he always has been and he always will be. And not that I'm doing what I'm doing for some sort of reward, but I am seeking a reward from God, however that looks like for me and however he sees fit. Now, if he sees fit to bless me real good here now, you know, with a little bit more money and some vacations and stuff, then I will absolutely take it. But but no, seriously, however God deems necessary for me and how he sees fit for me to be rewarded for my service, then I'll be satisfied with that because he knows best. And it's not always up to man to give you the pats on the back and the accolades and, and the well done's that you need. It, it is ultimately up to God, especially if you're doing what you're doing in the name of the Lord. But I, I've always been been the type of person that's felt strange talking about myself a lot or hyping myself up. And, and maybe that's because I, I am overly critical when it comes to what I do and how I do it. So I never feel like I'm living up to my own expectation. Now, it used to be other people's expectation that I used to try to live up to. But now I just work to compete with myself. And even though at times, again, I said this just earlier, this is not very healthy. <laughs> I, I don't always feel like what I'm doing is good enough. But but I'm learning daily to trust God and to trust what he says about me and what he says to me and to embrace affirmation from Christ about who he says I am. And I'm not saying that to make it sound like I'm the most humble person in the world because I'm not. I'm, I'm working on that. I am working to be that person that Christ was and that Christ is. But that's just something I've never quite mastered. Talking about myself all the time is not something that I've I've been okay with doing. And one of my sisters and I, we were talking to my parents one day about something and she made the comment, I know Brittany isn't going to tell y'all this because I know she doesn't like to talk about herself. So I'm just going to tell you what so-and-so said. It, it, I don't know. It was something like that. But but making things about me or feeling braggadocious is something that I, I just can't get used to doing. And I used to be like that about my music and things that I needed to promote. Like I just had a hard time feeling like I was selling myself. But, but I had to get over that because that was coming from a place of false humility. Because anything concerning the message of the gospel isn't mine to be shared to begin with. So it never should be stifled or hidden in any type of way. We should always be willing to share our faith. But there are some people who feel as though they are not validated unless you know that they know that people know who they are, what they've done, how great they are, or or that they just exist. I don't know. Especially since we're living in a time now where people want to be noticed. They want to be acknowledged and praised and they want to be the first and the only and they want to be accepted by others, be validated, be seen, be heard and everything in between to the point that they aren't truly aware of themselves. 
What we have to remember as people is that we don't always have to speak for ourselves about ourselves if we're seeking some sort of a some sort of praise for ourselves. Proverbs 27 and 2 says this, let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. So if you find yourself always bragging about yourself to other people or bragging to others about how others brag about you or wanting other people to pat you on the back and to praise you, especially in front of other people, then you have to ask yourself if you truly feel about yourself the way you say others feel about you. Is there some level of insecurity there that needs to be uprooted and addressed so that it can be healed? Or maybe you have an arrogant, pharisaic type mentality where you hold yourself in high esteem because of what you do, what you think you know, and who you think you are that's not founded on and rooted in what God says about you and who God truly is. You know, I mean, it is great. Trust me, it is so good to know that others hold you in high regard. That 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 is good. We we want to know, we want to know that, and we want to feel good about ourselves in regard to whether or not what we're doing is taking root in the lives of other people. But you being the one to always point it out may speak volumes about how you value yourself. Maybe your self-value is too low or maybe it's too high, but both are false views that you have of yourself as it compares to Christ and how he sees you. And again, based on who he really is. In scripture, we see Jesus address the Pharisees on numerous occasions and even Paul addressed the attitude that was deeply ingrained in some of the Jews. But I think it's crucial for us to study a couple of particular instances where Jesus had to address the attitude of glory stealing for lack of better words. In Matthew 5, he he addresses the Pharisees and and the righteousness of the Pharisees versus true righteousness. And then he continues in chapter 6, addressing our motives and how we do what we do for other people. And in comparison to the Pharisees, some of us take on somewhat of a similar similar attitude. The Pharisees, they were diligent in, in wanting to maintain a righteous status before God by what they did, but they had no true knowledge of the God they were committing these outward actions to. And if you think about it, when we brag on ourselves, when we brag on what we have, when we brag on our accomplishments and, and what we do for others in a look at me sort of way, we're trying to maintain some sort of righteous status amongst people as if they are the God who approves or reject or rejects what we do. But Jesus teaches that our quality of righteousness should be different than that of those who take pride in what they do outwardly versus what is truly in their heart. So, so if you recall when, when John the Baptist was baptized and some of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they came to his baptism and John got them together real quick without hesitation. He said to them, you brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath that's coming. Bear fruit that expresses and keeps with repentance. John knew that they did not truly seek baptism of repentance. They, they didn't even feel like they, they had a reason to repent. They, they weren't moved by a, by a true call to sanctity because they thought themselves to be the prototype saint. They were those type of braggy people, the type who, who think too highly of themselves. So they feel the need to make sure everyone else knows this. But here's the thing about that. If your heart is corrupt in thinking that others need to know who you are, then your tree isn't bearing good fruit. It can't. (laughs) So the works you're doing, the car you're able to drive, the advice you give or the book you write is cast down because those trees aren't fit for producing fruit. But they are good for fuel, though, because according to God, those works will be burned up and they won't be recognized. You know, people tend to think that their outward possessions and their outward actions bring about validation and value. But it's your character and your heart that speaks to who you are. But 
people like this aren't, aren't much different from people who don't necessarily stick their noses up in the air and have a haughty attitude. Now, these people are like the Pharisees in that they always want people to know what they do for other people. People know that those who do for those in need, that they people know that that's held in high regard. It's always been the pillar of service and piety. But doing the right thing for the wrong reasons is still a form of hypocrisy. If you're doing what you're doing to be praised, then you'll continue to feel like you have to do it and tell others about it in order to be fulfilled within yourself because you'll always be seeking that pat on the back from other people. You know, it's just like a person that's addicted to a habit-forming drug. They are always looking for the next high. But as it deals with praise, the craving we have for it is like this because the acclaim we want to gain from those around us, it only lasts for so long. And then we want that feeling again. And that goes to show you that the approval of others can only go so far because people are finite, whereas God is infinite. And what we don't sometimes understand is that God's secret knowledge rewards us to a greater degree than man's public approval. So if you are doing doing commendable things for other people, making a difference in your communities, impacting people's lives. If you're serving other people, no matter how many people that is, and, and, and if you're just handling, you're handling your business and you're making wise decisions and you're being a good steward, then trust me, people see you, but it's not important that they see you. It's necessary that God knows you and that he knows why you're doing what you're doing. I don't think a lot of times, though, we consider how talking about ourselves actually sounds to other people. Maybe if we start like looking in the mirror and saying things that we say, if we brag on ourselves about what we have and what we do, if we tell ourselves the good things that other people say about us in the mirror, in the mirror, then maybe if we're saying these things out loud, then one, we'll, we'll be more cognizant of how we actually sound when we brag and boast on ourselves too much. And then two, maybe it'll provide some sort of positive affirmation for us so that we don't have to say it to other people all of the time. Now, there is a such thing as healthy bragging. But even Paul, when he had this moment of boasting to the Corinthian church, he had already quoted Jeremiah in the opening of the first letter when he said, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord, which is essentially saying boast of the Lord and not of yourself. And then when he actually went to bragging and went to boasting, he compared it to what a fool would do. But he had to do this to make a point. But Paul was boasting to dispel the self-proclaimed mission work that the false prophets were saying that they were doing. Paul was like, "Uh uh-uh. You are not doing the same work for the Lord that I'm doing, so don't even try it. But as it deals with the things he had done and who he was and what he knew, he said over in Philippians, if you want to talk about all that other stuff, those worldly accolades, then I got you. I can spit out all of my accomplishments. But he ends that by saying, I count all of that as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus. He says that for the sake of Christ, I have suffered the loss of all things and I count them as nothing in order that I may gain Christ. This is because Paul knew that the knowledge of Christ exceeded in value anything else that he could attain in this world. And he would rather boast in his weaknesses because it spoke to the power of the God he served and the excellency of the work on the cross. Like if you're bragging about what the Lord has done in your life or about the goodness of the Lord, then you brag on. We want to hear it. But even then though, don't feign an adoration for God that you don't truly feel. Because a lot of times if we neglect to let others praise us and recognize us and we do it ourselves or even get upset and make people aware that they didn't do it, we may be setting ourselves up for embarrassment or humiliation or even open rebuke. We're told a lot in scripture to humble ourselves, which just like back to our last episode is essentially an absence of pride. You know, I like how uh, C.S. Lewis, he described humility as this. He said, humility 
is not thinking less of ourselves, but thinking of ourselves less. So we have to see ourselves in in proper perspective. We have to look at ourselves the way God would when he looked at his son and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And even when we feel that that, that maybe we're overlooked, like I was feeling, you know, a while ago, or maybe underappreciated or underpraised, focus on what God says about you and place your mind on what reward lies ahead of you. If we did that, it would be easier to embrace humility, especially while we're here on earth. If God isn't the aim of our boasting, then I would have to say that our boasting, it really isn't doing us much good. If we're looking for others to be the the barometer of our self-worth, then we will always be disappointed. And if we are looking at ourselves in a way that, that exalts us above God himself, then we definitely will never measure up. So if you're feeling a little slighted because people aren't praising you, or if you're feeling a little puffed up and you want to brag on someone, just brag on Jesus. See yourself the way God sees you and you'll never be let down, but always lift it up. All right, y'all, that is a wrap for today's episode. I hope it blesses and encourages you. Listen, I need you to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Brittany Dotson Music and also on Instagram at Traditional Millennial Podcast. You know I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me today on the Traditional Millennial where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps.